Hello, you lucky literary leprechauns. <laughs> we are here on the cusp of St. Patrick's Day to bring you a little luck of the Irish. <laughs> You're only so lucky to be hearing our voices in your ears today. <laughs> Hi, Allie. Hey. <laughs> We're back. Oh, oh wow, guys. Um, we have not recorded in some weeks. This uh, feels crazy. We've been doing it's other been stuff. It's been like three weeks, but like we haven't done like a book episode in like a minute. Yeah, I just felt like we gave ourselves some time to read Crescent City. We had the episode with Kate. Um, I feel like Hallie and I are in the peak of busyness in our lives where I don't even know how it happened. It's just like all of a sudden everyone needs us to be a fucking adult. And then Taylor's like, let's read Crescent City, nine pages. And then I would love to read a 95 chapter book and then let me podcast about it. But we did it. In only an under, <laughs> under an hour and a half. <laughs> right. Yeah, we have no notes for this, guys. Yeah. I mean, I have like a bullet point list of like 10 things that are really just things that I want to discuss of like theories and shit. But other than that, we're totally off script today. Yeah, I have no notes and it is all off the dome. Um, I just finished Crescent City last night. Um, I was going through multiple amounts of emotions. And the funny thing I was, I was like thinking in my head, I was like, I have to be overreacting this way because I'm hormonal. And it's, it's not Hallie was like, no, No, I was sobbing my bathtub the last 150 pages. Well, and it's like, I texted Hallie earlier today and I was like, this is like, just the ending alone could be two different parts of a movie. Like you have two different endings that could happen and you'd be happy. Honestly, you'd be like, fuck yeah, with both. It's like (laughs) one of those books where it's like, you like pick which direction you want to go. You got best of both worlds. You get both directions. You put it all together. We're going left and right at the same time. Okay. (laughs) Well, with that being said, let's just go ahead and do a spoiler warning because we don't know where this is going to go. Yeah. Just uh, actually we'll, we'll give you a rating. We'll give our ratings, our trigger warnings. And then I'll, I'll, then all the cards are on the table. Yeah. We won't jump ahead of our normal. <laughs> let's pretend like we know how to podcast yet right, again. <laughs> right. Right. So basically it's going to be a discussion, but we are going to break down the very ending because It just deserves it. And there's a lot that we, Taylor and I really haven't discussed in detail this book. No. And we haven't read book two. We've only read book one. And I know it already came out and you probably already read it. And whatever we say, you're going to be like, oh my God, they don't even know. I don't care. We were busy. We got through book one. We will read book two soon. But for now. And the people that come for us, do you know what I want to say to them? Hi, have you read every single book of Throne of Glass? Have you read Akatar? Have, have you read, read from Blood Nash? I don't have think you so. read Akatar? Have you done Do you any have a of podcast? Do you have a podcast? Exactly. So <laughs> we're kidding. We're, we're kidding. kidding. Don't get upset. No, God. Like, oh my God, they think they're so cool. I mean, we do, I but. Am, but. <laughs> But I am saying like uh, people have came for me, like not even just like because Hallie had read Crescent City at least and she had gotten into it way before. But like, people wait. were coming to me about book two and I was like, stop. OK, well, I, it just came out. I just haven't read it yet. And we've already had two spoilers on us, which is fine. It's I fine. got a list now. 
I can't even open TikTok and shit anymore because I'm like, oh, there it goes again. I already know what happens now. Great. Great. Super. Glad we're here. Thanks for writing it, SJM. <laughs> Fan-fucking-tastic. But yes, with that being said, we'll give our spoiler warning right now. We'll do some ratings because I think I, I, my ratings are going to probably have a spoiler for my reasoning okay. for my ratings. Spoiler warning right now. If you're in Crescent City and you don't want a spoiler, go read it. Why haven't you already read it? <laughs> and then like come in our DMs and be really upset about it. <laughs> spoiler warning. Okay, here we go. Let's, um, we're doing Crescent City by Sarah J. Mass. if you haven't already gathered. Um, my rating for this book anything that Sarah J Mass does is will, will always be five stars. She could write pure trash and it will still be five stars to me. So what was yours? I gave it a 4.5 and Ooh. it was only because hot take. Hot take. Hot take. And, um, it was just because like, you know what? I'm, I'm here. I'm here to read some mystical sex shit. That's Ooh. what I'm here for. I am in my second trimester of my pregnancy. All I want <laughs> is to have sex. And I, crave that and I crave it on a magical level and I finally was able to read a book that was magical and I didn't get all of what I needed yeah this book introduced me to anxiety um because I got to like 80 percent the first this is my reread but the first time I read it I was like what's happening here I don't I don't understand are they not gonna do because she just came out with A Court of Silver Flames or she was finally gonna like actually write smut right and I read A Court of Silver Flames and it was like, holy shit, yes. So that's what I thought was going to happen here. And it didn't. So spice rating is definitely like a, a one. <laughs> yeah, spice rating is a one. Um, it's, I mean, that's the only reason I gave it a 4.5. And then there was just some things I think I just needed it's the first jump- book in a series. First book in a series. I know, I know. And it just it just jumps around a lot. And it's got it's such an information overload. Mm-hmm. And then in between the dialogue of you finding out new information, you're getting all this like historical information, which I know will help me later. I know, I know. But it's just like at the time it, I was telling Hannah that was like my only thing is like I had to go back and reread some chapters on some stuff. I also was switching between Audible and the book and stuff like that, but it was just me not look I read it twice and I still have like some questions and I had to go on like Reddit to like get this whole overview of like oh okay got it well even last night like that's finally what I did I did like a like I read someone's summary of it Mm -hmm. like after I finished it so that I could just be like okay this is where I started 900 pages ago (laughs) there's so many points that you like to put them all together it's like you forget because there's so many of these little the nuggets there's so many nuggets it's it's it is the book of nuggets and i am not gonna lie my nugget radar was on i felt like i got some things right (laughs) the nugget radar was beeping (laughs) (laughs) all fucking day yeah like i finished a majority of the book yesterday and i was talking to hallie and um, I did. I felt like I, I FaceTimed her once and I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hold the fucking phone. I was like, I need to talk through this. And I felt like I got, I was on to some things, but I wasn't on to some things like how I thought I was going to be on to some stuff. I'll be this honest. This book, like we said, this book, the way she wrote it was very much back to her roots of Throne of Glass. Like 
the yes. third person point of view, you had so many characters, you were kind of weaving in and out of their quote unquote point of view. And you had this one plot story, but they're touching, they're, she's setting you up for something so much bigger that's going to really be the series, right? Yeah. And that was very much thrown a glass. And I appreciated like going back to her roots of that. But I don't think your rating is that, like, I think your rating is the more popular one of Crescent City because when this book came out, a lot of people had issues with it because of what you said. The first half is a huge information dump and it's like, what the hell is going on? And it doesn't really go anywhere for a while until the last, no. the very last 200 pages. And you're like, holy shit. What? Well, and it, it is, it's just like this constant, like maybe, 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 maybe it's like this, um, you are in consistent blue ball mode. You're like, yeah. Oh, it's going to happen oh. for the plot, for the sex, for everything. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Oh, like, don't even get me started on the interruption consistently on their spot scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. So that's our ratings. Um, we'll, discuss more especially with like our discussion of it of like the Akatar and the throne of glass and we'll nerd out don't worry <laughs> yes um but trigger warnings really quick i honestly here's the thing it's basically a murder case if you don't like murder maybe not for you um there's violence there's topics of depression grief and suicide there is physical abuse and torture there is political corruption there is murder and death there is drug use any of those things maybe not maybe not but maybe i did i personally didn't think it was like we've read way more like graphic things uh mindfuck looking at you um but uh yeah and if you don't like fantasy this is hot to me this is like not high, high fantasy, but it's a step up, I thought, from, like, Akatar. Yeah, it's, like, um, it's different. That's what's it's so, so crazy. Different. It's, like, I'm trying to sit there and say, I definitely think it's a step up from fantasy just on the creature level of it. Maybe that's it. more diverse. And, There's way yeah. more fantastical things going on. Right. And it just, it reminds me of what Throne of Glass would be I mean, I don't know. Obviously, it may be in a modern world. world. In a modern world, it's exactly what it reminds me of. Um, just well, and everyone getting their power back and being able to shift and mm-hmm. blah 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 and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, so that is our introduction here. Again, here's your spoiler warning. We're going to discuss uh, the book overall, favorite moments, funny moments, favorite characters, all that, and then at the very end, we're going to do a breakdown of the book ending and talk about possible theories that we think will happen or what we hope to happen or all that good stuff and then we'll wrap up at the end so spoiler warning we are now entering the discussion the discussion here we are let's talk about overall thoughts overall thoughts um like for the story like and how like we kind of touched on it like throne of glass i i very much got like throne of glass vibes here more than well I think it's just like what we're used to. And I, you know, we're not saying anything that's like a hot take because I feel like half of the books, Instagram world and book TikTok and everything says like SGM, SJM likes to, you know, it almost feels like there's being some 
I don't want to like make anyone mad. I'll say like, she's re- recycling material. Thank you. Okay. She's re- yeah. She reuses plot she's lines known for it. We all know this. You're right. And I, you know what? Hey, you find something that works. It works. Like we said, she could write whatever she wanted and we'd still read it because I would still read it. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is with her. Um, I mean, I thought it was a great story. I think Bryce's struggle is awesome. Um, her growing as just like this young adult in this time. And, um, it's such a shift. And I feel like Hallie, I, we could probably relate to Bryson a little bit, not like with all the, you know, everything that ends up happening, like like demons and things like that. Yeah. But but like (laughs) the beginning of her life, like going out and it was college for us. Yeah. It was college and like my early twenties and like always being out with my friends and living in a shitty apartment and like, Mm -hmm. you know, it it did, it felt like that. and And how your friend group was like your found family in that time. Right. And you got to just, you're growing with these people. But the thing is that I noticed about Bryce is that if something big wouldn't have happened, and I was reflecting on this last night a lot, I'm I'm not saying that, okay, Danica dying. (laughs) We've already said, we're just going to, we're keeping it casual. We're talking about the whole book. And then like Danica dying, Bryce would have never grown. No. She would have never grown. And I hate that she had to lose her best friend and like lose her little found family and all of these things. But I really did think it was just the evolution of Bryce, which is such a beautiful story. Um, She's such a badass. immediately when we meet her. um, She's just from like quick witted. She knows what she wants, even if she's sassy. Yeah. And even if she doesn't know what the fuck is going on, she like does not allude to it. She makes it till she makes it. And I love it. I'm like, my gal. So yeah, we like move forward in the story. We meet Danica, who's her best friend, the pack of devils. Um, love Danica. I, the only thing I wish is I wish Danica would have had a little bit more time with us I agree I remember when I first read it I think it's like chapter five when it happened and I remember being so taken aback like wait a minute what (laughs) like what do you mean she died she's the main character yeah that's how I felt too I was like um what do you mean like I was like where's this gonna go uh, now well that's what I was saying and then and then you really you have no you have no idea how it's gonna go like you have zero idea and um yeah you know what I am thinking on like recycling and all that. We know eventually there has been talks that there will be a crossover that happens. Right. And I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to talk about the spoilers I've seen. Cause maybe you haven't seen them and you don't want to know. Cause I didn't want to know. So I'm not even going to talk about them. <laughs> if you've been in the SGM world, you know, there have been talks of like a crossover. She's been laying the nuggets for a crossover. Yes. I very much got like Hunt and Bryce. I got Rowan and Aylin vibes. Yes. Relationship. hundred percent. And I really don't want her. Cause sometimes it almost read as like, so she wrote that in glass when she was like, what, 16. Yes. I it sometimes read to me is that like, this is her kind of like redoing throne of glass in like a weird way. Sometimes it was like, maybe she's older now. She still has that like plot formula, but she's going to rewrite it in like a better and bigger way. Sometimes it read that way. It gave me very much like that whole vibe. And I don't want that to happen. I want this to be their own story they can stand on. Well, I a hundred percent agree with that because I think like they need to, at some point, 
like, and you get there, right? They're growing and they're doing, but I hope it doesn't turn into this Aylin Rowan, Rhysand, Farah, like mushy, gushy, like, you know, all of, I don't know, because Bryce obviously like, okay, we're jumping to the end, but just to touch on that, like Bryce all of a sudden becomes really powerful. She think, mm-hmm. we think the whole book, she doesn't really have anything, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about that more when we talk about the ending. And then I would hate for it to turn into Bryce and Rowan Hunt. I'm sorry, Bryce and Hunt all of a sudden having this thing where he now is like her second. You know what I mean? Like, I want him to also find his place where he's like this big, you know what I mean? The big, big point of things going on. Yeah, I agree. So here's my question. We know SJM does this all the time. Is Hunt and Bryce going to be in game? Mm. I think yes. I think yes, too, because like, who the fuck else? They've gone through too much in this first book, like way more than like Tamlin and Pharaoh went through way more than the other Dorian and Kale for Aelin. Right. Like they fucking died together. <laughs> well, they die and then they fucking come back. Like there's a resurrection. She heals it. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, like it's- I just, but here's the thing. You know what I'm interested to see in book two? I'm just going to go ahead and go to this. Um, I want to know if there's going to be like a fae mating bond or not. I feel like we would have already heard this. I don't know. They have, they haven't even been in a relationship yet. Really technically. Right. That. And, um, cause the thing happened at the end and then the book ends. So it's like, I'm interested to see afterwards where we're going to be. I mean, I know her name is Apoxia, but remember, I would love that to also work out for Ruin and um, I don't Hecata- think it's gonna happen. Hecataba, Hecataba, <laughs> Apoxia. Um, no, okay. At the end, at the summit, there's a moment where Therian and Apoxia are like flirting. He's like keeping record of something, and she's like looking at it, and she's like blushing. I think that's going to happen. I don't think Rune and Hypoxia are going to be it. Who do you think for Rune then? I I know because I have a spoiler, so I'm not going to say it. Don't tell me. It's probably going to be like Fury after she was a badass in the helicopter. No, she's with Juniper. Don't, don't you. Oh, that's her. right. And I forgot. I forgot about. Yeah, it's, she slips in like one line. Yeah, she's like, like oh. uh, because I love her. And you're like, okay, <laughs> I forgot about that. Fuck. I she means you. more to me than you ever could. Okay, I can't just like stop talking to her. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. What was like your favorite moment of the book? My favorite moment of, I had a lot, but I'll tell you. Like one or two. I loved when they, it's just like a theme of what they do through the book. I loved the pictures that they take because he never had pictures on his phone oh yeah I mean there's a bajillion I mean obviously there's really and like changing her name in his phone yes I just loved the flirting of that and you'll always get me on like a flirting kind of it was thing cute. It was because cute. well like Queen Bryce or Bryce is way cooler than me or whatever but then even in the pictures because it was something that like even 
because I have two sad, saddest moments. So I'll go ahead and say this also led to one of my saddest moments, but my favorite moment with the pictures was how many had racked up and the joy in their faces as time went on with them living together. Yes. And then at the end when, you know, Hunt is Sandriel and Hunt and he's being shown those pictures again, he gets to see it again and like notice it for himself. And that's something that you don't even notice like in your own life. Like it is very funny. Like I look back at like young love pictures of me and my yeah. husband. And then I look at like our wedding day and stuff like that. And then our, like our in-between pictures. And it's just like, it's funny to watch the evolution of shyness and how we were standing next to each other in our first pictures. And like, now we don't even care, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was probably like my favorite, one of my favorites. What about yours? Um, any moment that uh, Rin Janan was in the book, that was my favorite <laughs> Um, If Misha Lair was a fae, he would be Rin Janan. You cannot tell me. Otherwise. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was actually, that's a great, he was like my cast. emo emotional bad boy that I was like, Oh my God. At one point Taylor texted me and was like, I don't know. Rune is sus. And I was like, don't you dare. No, sus. Like <laughs> I was like, you know what? Because she was on like find- chapter 10. Like well, it was early. Right. Well, we find out that like, you know, he's Bryce's brother and all these things going on. And then I was like, is it a power play? Is it like a, this, is it like that? You know, I, I mean, there are so many paths you get led on. And it's also funny to see how some people read the book and then how some others read the book. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, and I said something to Hallie too. Hallie was getting what she thought in her mind as she's reading the pages in the book. When I was switching back and forth through Audible, I'm getting the tone of how those words are being delivered. Yeah. So it really made me start to be like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Yeah. Cause like the voice actor would pause for dramatic effect and like all these things. And you're like, oh, I'm meant to be on this path. Like it's, yeah. it was pretty cool. I also uh, loved the vacuum cleaner moment. I don't know what made Sarah J. Mass think of that. Oh, to suck his ass but up. I fucking, fucking died. loved when Micah was fucking just burnt to a crisp, sucked up. <laughs> just like, like, <laughs> you know. Even Hunt right. says she's just there. Like Sandriel's mouth is like wide. Everyone's watching this. Like, <laughs> and they're like. And that's all I can imagine was just this live stream going on of just like, and, and also it was so funny. They're all like, we won't make it in time, bitch, for as long <laughs> as this girl was battling 800 different motherfucking creatures in a small ass library. Y'all all could have got there. All of you. And I don't tell me that no one has a fucking teleporting magical gift and you're going to tell me you can't help her. Like I, I literally was like, don't the end. I also loved the very, very end. Like they get back to the apartment and he's like, do you want to go be a badass with me at the comedium? And I'm like, she just got, she fought an archangel. Then she almost drowned with the knock. Then she had to battle all the demons. Then she made the drop. Then she got bombed twice and now, yeah, yeah, let's go. I think she needs a minute. Well, and then it's like, <laughs> fuck y'all. All she gets is this little goddamn thank you. Like, that's like, you guys. like, that's all she got was just like, uh, don't fuck it up. And they did give her hunt. They did but give her still. hunt, but they gave her hunt. But here's my thing, you know, like. Let's I definitely got Hunt, not even the Asteria. Hunt, maybe, maybe she wants to, like, I don't know, have sex with you and go to bed. 
why are we tracing off to the committee of right now? Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and it's, that's okay. So remember when you said Hunt being in game, I feel like there's going to be, I mean, I, they will be in game. They will be like, I think you're right, but I think they're going, going to go through some couples struggles in the stuff coming up of like Hunt dealing with his own issues, Hunt not being able to. Well, now it's like, what's Hunt's going to do? Cause well, he's free. But he's going to become her fucking second. And no, I don't not, think so. You think he's going to, I don't know. I really don't know, actually. I really don't know. He's going to, like, open his own fucking precinct <laughs> of, like, <laughs> demon hunting. And, like, who fucking He's going to be a bounty hunter now. Well, and you know what? This is what if he just, like, open, like, a beach bar? Like, like I'm, I'm done. Fuck, I, that's, like, my only goal in life is that I can right. open up a fucking beach bar with he's no He's going to open a tiki bar. Hunt, I will join you. Where the otters deliver. I do love the otters. Stop. Stop. <laughs> the otters are at least a point on my radio. At scale. least. The fact that she took the time. And also, I just have like a thing for like fucking fluffy animals. Like yeah. I, there's a moment when you think Syrinx, main character of the story, is main going. Character. He is a fucking pivotal character in the story. <laughs> He has zero lines. <laughs> Pivotal. He, that's how you know. He had zero lines, but he still had main character. In Honestly, him. probably made the book. <laughs> I'm not. When he bit Hunt's ass, salt. When he popped out. Life. He and that's what, two things here. Two things. You mean to tell me none of y'all asses got any teleporting energy to come help her, but the cat Syrinx can teleport back and forth wherever this motherfucker wants? Y'all can't come help her? Y'all can't go fucking help her? Like, like you, have, you have Syrinx over here bebopping around, almost dying. He's still here. You have Leiba who's sacrificing herself, heart-wrenching. But none of y'all can leave the fucking summit an hour away. Also, I will, there was one part now that you bring up, what did you call her? Which one? Layaba? Layaba. I've been calling her Lahaba. <laughs> I don't really know. Look, guys, we're going to butcher all of this. Uh, I call her Layaba, but. Lahab. <laughs> that part sobbed. Okay. Ugly cried. She didn't. Also, I hated Ugly this. cried. Maybe still. I mean, I knew Bryce had other things going on, but she bought her goddamn freedom and was like, I was going to let you live here for another month and not tell you. I'm going to throw you a party. <laughs> no, Leia knew. Leia knew. Oh, because she sn- snuck in. She's like the little sister that's like always yeah, in her I shit. forgot she looked at her desk and saw. She was like, like, I already know. I know. But she wanted to die saving her friends. God. And bring back respect for the Sprites who have been like shunned because- all right, let's talk about that. We have two big wars in the past. Yeah. We have um, the one that happened. Let me let me pull up my history notes that I made. Thank God that you have those because I couldn't tell you. We have you- the crossing. Yes. That happened 15,000 years ago. 15? Basically where like there's a huge rift and all the veneer, the magical creatures came through to the human world. And that's what ultimately started this big ass war in Pangaea. Yeah. And that's why humans are basically like slaves here. What fucking yeah. assholes? Like they didn't yeah. have any choice. Like yeah. whatever. Okay. And then we had like the Asteri come in, which we don't even really need to fucking know what the Asteri are. It's I feel like we're going to learn a lot about that. And then we next better, one. we better. 
we better. The Assyri again remind me of these the fucking vampires from that's all I kept thinking. The Twilight vampires. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they like come and meet in the woods and like right, right. there. <laughs> right. Right. Uh yeah, the, the Imperial Senate in Pangara, like where the war is raging, but we don't really know. I want to go to Pangara next book. I want to see for myself the chaos that is happening. Yeah, I want to know how bad it is because everyone's real nervous about it. And this is like what created like the four houses and then you have the archangels, which were created by the Asteria as like their little guard, their little minions. Then we have the fall. And that happened 200 years before the events of the book. And that's the archangels. Yeah, so... Yeah, basically, like all the humans were in like lower veneer were being used as they were the bottom of the food chain, like literally they were being eaten. They were like, it was horrible. They had no rights. So then you had an archangel named Shahar. Shahar, which I kept thinking was was Sahara. I was like, this fucking Sahara bitch. I don't know. And she was like fed up with this inequality and this hierarchy between the veneer and the humans. And so she basically staged a rebellion and Hunt was her lover and also like one of the main commanders for her rebellion. So then you have Shahar's twin sister, Sandriel. Which, let me tell you, oh, Taylor did not, <laughs> did not catch on to that till about, yeah, the last, the last, like the, like, three, the last chapters. three chapters. I was like, oh, this bitch is her twin sister. <laughs> yeah. And Sandriel killed Shahar. Slit her throat. No remorse. Yeah. And so all these like rebelling angels that survived were killed or otherwise they were tortured and forced into slavery, which is what the fallen angels are, which is why like Hunt is a fallen angel. Isaiah. Who used to get it in with Sahara. Yeah. So now they're basically spending their time enslaved to the Asteria and the Archangels and they have these tattoos and they're basically slave tattoos. Um, And they're collectively known as like the fallen. And it's not all angels. Like there's a wraith named Victoria who helped, basically anybody who helped the fallen with their rebellion. And the sprites, which is what Lehaba was, they were really big instrumental part in this. And so they basically got shunned from their house and they're just seen as like trash. So when Leiva sacrificed herself, it was like her reclaiming this like respect and dignity for her like race of magical creatures. And I just thought it was. No, it was, it was great because it's like, she, it's like you in the beginning, she's been living, like you have to realize like this little Sprite has been sold off to Jessica who owns the library that Bryce, God, God. that owns the library. Yeah, that owns the library that Bryce works at, which it's not even just a library. It's like antiquities. It's like old, you know, ancient artifacts and stuff like that. And it's really the Parthos library, which was wild. Yeah, so it's like you sit there and you think like, Lahaba is just, or Leaba or whatever her fucking name is. No, so. just say it. Just say it. We're cool. Lahaba. I'm not the only you're not the only one that pronounces that way. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong too. Yeah. Lahaba is like she is. She's just this cute little fiery thing who 
just flies around and she's just such a like I hate saying light because she is light but <laughs> she is light <laughs> she's such a light in the book and it's like this bright stuff it's like she just she's exactly what she is you know what I mean it's like she's yeah. bright she's bright she brings all this light to energy she brings, she brings all this flair and all this stuff she loves trash tv yeah she's like a bravo <laughs> gal for she, sure and she like I love that Bryce like bought her a little chair a little chaise lounge from her old dollhouse and like and one of the fucking pictures is on um Hunt's phone is her like posted up like a a pinup girl in the chaise lounge like always pretending I also loved how Leiva was obsessed with Athy Hunt and yes and every time they entered the building she was just like oh my god like, yeah and she like sweating and would like get brighter and like <laughs> she would like turn red <laughs> yes and that was the stuff that like I I loved about this book and SJM in general she can build a fucking world and you could you were in the shop of antiquities like I felt like I was sitting at the counter with them looking I at agree. stuff and dark and it's just this filled with all these little creatures that fucking Jessica we might as well just get into that Jessica when she doesn't like somebody, she turns them into a fucking creature and then keeps them. But here's my thing. <laughs> One, that's crazy. And I did find the joke getting a little old sometimes with that. But two. Oh, yeah. When she would threaten Bryce, be like, like you want to be time. a donkey? And be like, Jess, but you don't want a fucking donkey. But Shut also, up. but also. Jess was one of those characters that like, I don't know if I don't, I don't know if I hate her or I like her. Like, I think she might have potential to like, in this series like she clearly has a bigger role that we don't know anything about yes with adias or yeah adis 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 adidas whatever his name is <laughs> him in the epilogue which we'll break down that um but also like she serves the underking she was really a witch but she left the witches why we don't know she's guarding the library of parthos which excuse me and also here's my thing <laughs> Bryce, you're telling me that you went and like stole money. What was it? 10 grand, 15 grand to go buy a black obsidian salt at the salt store on Jessica's tab. Like she wasn't going to know. Then, then when Hunt is taken, she's going to go. She basically has her like, I volunteer moment. Oh, she has like 93 million, a hundred million dollars on Jessica's tab. Maybe if I'm just thinking as a business owner, if my employee, I look at my bill and my employee spending a hundred million dollars without even a call, a phone call. Yeah. I'd probably turn you into an animal too. That's turn you into a lot more than that. <laughs> you wouldn't be an animal. I wouldn't want to look at you. So then a part of me was like, maybe she's not as bad as like she comes off. But then yeah. other parts is like, you're a sketchy bitch. <laughs> well, then she's also... Okay, so epilogue. Do you just want to discuss it because it loops into what I'm about to say? All right. So is that pretty much like okay? Let me ask you more questions, and then we'll get yeah. to the breakdown. We'll get yeah, to yeah. the breakdown. Yep. What? What? Who is your like favorite character? Um, Syrinx. <laughs> 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 okay, it's not Syrinx. Um, my favorite. Who's character. your favorite character that's still around? That's going to be in the next books. Um, we think about everyone going on around right we have now. Rune, we have Fury, Declan, Viper Queen, Ethan, around. Ethan, 
Flynn, mm. Viper Queen. I think probably my favorite would be Rune just because I want to know more about his story. Same. Yeah. Same. I think he's a good, he's a good one. And then I'm also really excited for Ethan. I, I've seen some things that people are like fangirling over Ethan. So clearly he's around big time for yeah. the next book. I'm excited for that. Um, I hope Emily or Amelia, Amelia, whoever. Oh, I said Amelie. I don't know. Amelie. I don't fucking know. I hope she dies. <laughs> I hope she did she have does. her moments though sometimes where she, mm. you, she definitely has a conscience, but also like she was raised as Sabine's like second daughter. So it's like. Okay. Yeah, but Danica's her real daughter. And <laughs> Danica wasn't no a fuck. fuck. <laughs> yeah, and Danica wasn't no a fuck. So true. true yeah. True. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, let me grab my iPad to get my highlights and let's break down this ending. Okay. First off, though, I have a question. Oh, yes. Ask. Did you know going, like, this is kind of like an overall, like, I know, I think I know your answer. Did you know? that we would get to, like did you think we would get to where we are at the end it's quite that, is it? no that ending completely okay. i thought it was just gonna be about the um like the murder mm-hmm. because when i first read this is when it came out and so when it came out we didn't know it was going to be like a full series. We didn't know. We didn't like, know if it was going to be a standalone or not. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I just thought like, that's all we were going to focus on here. And then when we got into like, I think the gods are going to come into a really big play next book or in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't even touched on like the under King and hell um, or the Asteri really. Yep. Um, and I think that's, what's going to be like the big, I also think the war is going to eventually come to Valbera or whatever it's called. They keep teasing it that like, that's their biggest goal is like not to get, not to bring the war to Crescent city and Crescent city is the first city they would ever come to if they ever came to Valbera. It's so going I think, to happen. I think also, I don't know if it's a scare tactic, you know, there's like something that's like inside of me of like, eh, are you really, are you, is there really a war? No, I think there's definitely a war. Okay. One hundred percent. Yeah, I just you thought before we... that's over there that can't even yeah. talk about it. Yeah. You have Hunt who was over there for 50 years with Sandriel. Yeah, you're right. There's something going on. You but... have the human rebellions that all started this with Philip Briggs. And you're like right. the Ophian, who was like the human rebellion movement. And then on top of that, at the very end, which we'll get into more, we have the Parthos Library, which we don't really know much about, but it is the other time, it's the one other time it's mentioned in the book is whenever Hunt and Bryce are like talking about this antique that might say how to kill the demon. And Hunt's like, you can't believe that's real. Like that's a human thing. Like that's a story. And she kind of like gets pissy about it. But then at the end, we realize that the humans have been here for 2000 years before any of the veneer came over and they burnt. We had a troop of a hundred thousand humans protecting this library so that the priestesses could get all the books away from them because it basically destroys any ground the Asteri stand on. And, Which now, like a- and now Jessica has it. So Jessica, are you for the humans? Like you're over here guarding it. Right. And that's where like, I wanted your thought on that because I think 
that's what's important go when you're reading this book is to like know that like when you get to the end of this that it's not anything that you ever thought and did you know did you pick up on the two books that were one Akatar and one in Throne of Glass that were in her library the book of breathings right I think and the other one but there's two other there's like a queen of many faces and there's something else and it's like I think that's going to play more into like the crossover. I think the libraries are common in all the books. So like, I think that's going to be. Well, yeah. And I think it, it's like, it it makes me think like even the library that Nesta was in and all of this stuff and like, hmm, hmm, hmm. The library Hmm. in front of glass, like. You know what I mean? I think it's all going to eventually come together. I just don't know how. And it clearly is going to have to do with the rifts because there's always, we're getting like some adventure. Well, and we get rifts in Throne of Glass. It's all connected by the rifts. Like it's going to be like some multi-level universe Avengers type shit. And I'll be 75 reading this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right. All right, let's break down the ending. I'm not going to go through like all of it, but I do think there are like three key moments that we should talk through. And the first yes. one being the summit happens, which I'm not going to get into it. Again, we're trying to keep our episode shorter, but the summit I have to note was like so magical to me. And I fucking love like the entrance to the summit. It was fantastic. But- I think it does help to say, and I hope what you say you're going to talk about is how Hunt gets to where he is. I think that is important. Oh, that really? sets up, yeah, I think that sets up the whole end of the book. I mean, we can make it short. Like, I'll make it short. So Hunt is, you know, he, like, gets in trouble, blah, blah, blah. He does some things he's not supposed to do. And we'll just say that so we don't kill everything for everyone that ever goes to read it on their own, even if you've read it or not and you feel good about it. Um, but he does some things. Then he gets captured. He is then soul he and micah is his current owner he's then sold to sandriel sold well not back to sandriel. sold back to sandriel and then sandriel is brings him to the summit that's what i was going to yeah. say is like the most like we don't have to get into what hunt does like hunt obviously gets in trouble he doesn't show he's not supposed to do and that's that yeah and yesterday i was talking to taylor and i was like saying how when i first read the book i thought micah was gonna be hunt's dad which is a great until observation. i reread the epilogue which we'll get into, but now I don't think that anymore. Wait, are I'll you going to wait? It. Do you have a thought in the epilogue about Hunt, dad? Yeah. He says to talk about it. I'll get into it. Don't worry. Okay. 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 Maybe so I basically something. the summit's happening. It's like two days of like boring ass shit, whatever. Really cool to read though. Um, yeah, it's like a, the magic, all the magical beings from all of the world. And how like the government works. Like that's kind of yeah. your first, like. And it's like a red carpet. It's very cool. Yeah. So basically while they're at the summit, Micah like goes missing. And Sandra was like, oh, he had to leave for Oh, whatever. did he? Oh, did you? Uh-huh. <laughs> like- so he ends up going to Griffin's Antiquities to see Bryce. And Bryce is like immediately like that this is something's up so she texts Jessica <laughs> and is like you need to help me get the live feeds going she's like immediately no I've seen <laughs> immediately no. I've seen what I needed to see 
And no. Immediately. <laughs> um, so that's how we like kind of get these. I really did like the kind of touch just to kind of see like back and forth what everyone mm-hmm. was thinking. Um, so Micah comes in and basically we learn uh Micah's behind it all. <laughs> Micah's a fuck. He killed Danica. Um, killed Danica um <laughs> to get more power and he, while he's in there, that's the first time, well, the second time he ever brings the library, but we finally get some, some things into it. So in the book, Jessica has always been like, no one can see the downstairs where the books are like, that's her number one. Like nobody can see this. Right. Um, and he starts talking about the, the library that she has and how he knows that it's Parthos library. And we don't really know much about Parthos library, which is why I think like the gods and like whenever the first rift happens, I think that's going to be a really big deal in the book. Um, yeah, that it's been discovered all of these readings. And then I feel like- And why is Jessica like the one protecting right. it? And I think it's just going to open up all of these amazing things of people second guessing their life and like wanting better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's going to reveal so much history. It's going to cause uproars. I love a and good fucking uproar. And come like knocking on their door. <laughs> and be like, you ain't talking about shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just loved reading like Jessica, because we go back and forth. And so in the summit, people in the summit are like, what the hell is in that library? And she like, doesn't say a word, but she looks so like stricken and like shaken. And she knows that, like, this is something big on a bigger scale than what's actually happening with Danica and the synth. Um, so I love like seeing all that. Basically I keep having this conversation. Um, we get into like the first wars and like what happened, which again, I think will come into play. And Jessica Roga is definitely gonna be a huge character in whatever goes down. I almost feel like Jessica isn't who she says she is. Yeah. And it's interesting that um, they even like said a line, like maybe that's why, um, maybe that's why she joined the under King um, because all these people that were like guarding these books and the priestesses were killed. And so where do the kill, where do the dead people go? They go to the under King. And so like maybe, or whatever happened, the witches had something to do with it too. And so I think it's going to be very interesting what her story is going to be. I literally have no idea what it is, but I know it's going to be good. Right. And it's like, I just, I'm, I am excited for that storyline. At least I hope for it because Jessica is, she's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, she does some annoying shit, but she is, she's very interesting and um, I do not think she, especially based off the epilogue, I do not think she is who she says she is. Yeah. Um, then we get into the conversation of Danica and he's basically here because he's like, Bryce, you have the horn. And she kind of plays dumb. And SJM does this thing that she did back in Throne of Glass, where she doesn't reveal everything. Even when you're in that person's point of view, you still don't know until like the very end. Because Bryce that figured it out too. In fact, Bryce figured out about the horn and her tattoo and all these things when the demon attacked her at the very end um, because of the amulet. Well, that and because it immediately like melted, which I thought, can you explain something to me? Maybe you thought that when, when Sandriel touches it, it melts. Why? I just think that's a show of like what an arc, how much power an archangel, ha- archangel has. 
Oh, they can melt the amulet. Okay. I thought it was like all of a sudden, like the amulet was like not real. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I think it just speaks to like how much power an archangel truly has, which we see more of when they die here. Um, But she is like one of the only ones that could ever destroy an Arcusian amulet. And she did. And so once she did, basically the amulet protected Bryce and Danica knew this. Danica knew that amulet as long as she wore it, no one would be able to like sense the horn as being her. So once which, the amulet. Which, okay. So then it makes me think, and maybe I'm reaching. Do you think Jessica and Danica worked it together at all? No. I don't. Okay. All right. I, I truly think like Danica, what we learn here of what Danica did and how she stole the horn because she did it. She knew what Micah would, Danica knew a lot more. And I think even like Hunt says in his like little blurb, it's like, I really hope uh, Bryce hid that uh, thumb drive because Danica, it's like said, like Danica was doing her own experiments in the lab at Redner and Hunt's like, I really hope she didn't lose that thumb drive because it'll be interesting to see what Danica also has on it. And I think right. Danica well, will carry over in next books through this like research of what all she knew. Which I hope is good. That's sad. I hope it's not anything mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. But so we basically get the whole story of like what Danica was really doing. Danica basically figured out a shit ton of things she shouldn't have figured out. <laughs> and Micah used her as basically like a scapegoat for trying to find whatever he needed and doing the synth and all that. Well, can I tell you that when we were talking about this, like last night and the whole Redner Industries and everything like that, and I put two and two together, finally, that Bryce had been dating that dude who was the Redner Industries um, son. I was like, I read, I was read Redner. I was ready for like some shit to go down and all these things, but no, Danica just set him up and then regretted it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So Danica wasn't bad um, at all. <laughs> um, she was basically, she wasn't in security that Bryce thought that she did for Redner. She was actually almost like a bounty hunter for Redner Industries to go find these people that were like doing the synth and all this stuff. So basically the synth came from the human rebels. Danica seeked them out, got the product, brought it back to Redner and Redner started doing all these tests on them and that's important because the humans now have something that could negate magic. That's going to be bad for the war or good for them, bad for the veneer and the Asteri. And basically Micah is like, Micah did everything basically. <laughs> um, he's the one that like injected Danica with synth that made her kill her pack. The whole pack and herself and oh my, Hallie, when I finally realized what they were talking about, I just was like, Cause they talk like Hunt talks about the videos that they picked up from the apartment of that night. And it's just Danica snarling and growling and begging herself to like, basically begging to stop, but we think it's a demon, but really she's begging herself to stop. Not kill them. Yeah. To not kill them. It was this so fucking heartbreaking. So that's kind of like the big deal here. And then we have this horn and now Bryce is the horn and Micah injects her with synth because synth can repair it. Then he blasts her with power. So now it's like 
fuel. It's activated and like ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. And this horn can open up different rifts to let other worlds in. And that was Micah's goal. He wanted to open these rifts to bring in another universe to fight for them in this war so they could just annihilate all the humans. And like, what if, okay, like, okay, okay, Micah, like, I get your thought, whatever, maybe, whatever, but you didn't open up anything but hell. I don't think he (laughs) could control it, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he just did not give a fuck. And I really wanted to be like, Micah, like, I hear hear you out, buddy. Great thought. Great thought. Trying to protect, but you do not protect. You have fucked up the whole world. Yeah. I th- and I think that like they made a point to say that like eventually they figure Bryce figures out like only a starborn can actually like control and utilize this horn. So Micah is just blasting it around. He has no control over it because he's not starborn and he didn't know that. So he's just over here like, oh, let's do it again. See what happens. And then Bryce ultimately figures out like she's the one now, either her or Rune because they're, they're the two starborn. Right. Um, but that's she's, what, that's what I got from it. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I agree, especially when we get to, I won't go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Micah has this other thought too, where he's like, and I really wanted it too, because then I would inherit the stars might to rule. So then he would basically become part of the Asteri is what he, he thinks. Which I still think are like these old decrepit, like, Ugh. but they're not yeah. like serious. Not serious. Serious is the dead one, which that's going to be interesting to learn about. Rigolus is presented as a teenage boy, which is so crazy to me. I know, but then that makes me think that they like take on other people and they're still underneath. They're like ancient. (laughs) Yeah, they're gross Um, underneath. So basically, we just get like that whole plan with like some nuggets in there of like maybe what's to come with the horn. We figure out how he figured it out. Bryce knew as well what was going on, but we didn't know that because SJM's fantastic. Um, Doesn't let us know anything ever. Right. So she ends up, we already talked about, Leia sacrifices herself. She saves drinks in the knock. We got it. We don't need to to relive that trauma. The fucking drama. I I stopped when Syrinx was struggling for his life. I was like, Hallie. Yeah, I, I and she knew like how I feel about Cass, and you guys know as well. I have Bill, who I if there is a way for me to connect Bill in a story, I do. And Bill not was not Syrinx, but Bill was another kitty in the book. But still, I got a little scared, and Hallie had to tell me that Syrinx survived, or I wasn't going to continue. Yeah, we would not be having. I was. I was not. I was like, I will not be here for this murder. Yeah. <laughs> and so as they're like watching this, especially the knock part. Um, and and I think also the Micah part, Flynn makes a statement saying that this is her ordeal. And the Fae in this world, they go through the ordeal, which is like this big moment. We don't really know all the ins and outs. And this big moment in their life, they overcome something, like something grand. And then they also have the drop. So the Fae have the ordeal and the drop. This is her ordeal. Yep. To she's, get her she's, to the drop. She's getting through everything, folks. Like in 24 hours. Yeah, okay. like we're, we're doing everything really big here. Right. So that happens. She saves strengths. Leva helps her out, sacrificed herself. Then she goes and gets 
Because of course Mike is not dead after all that. No. She well, they had him. They had him locked in the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, they had him locked in the bathroom. The iron. There was an iron door. Yeah. Yep. So she runs upstairs and she gets the God Slayer rifle. And I think the God Slayer is going to have a story here because mm-hmm. there's only she only has one bullet. <laughs> yeah. And the I think it's like the bullet like has some engraving on it or something. And yeah, like we all die or yeah, it's like moments like we of all pay. Yeah. And it's, or I think, I could be totally botching. No, I think you're right. Up. Um, but there's definitely a story here at the God Slayer that we don't get. Um, I think it, I don't really know. We don't know. Hopefully we'll figure that out. But she uses this God Slayer to kill the Archangel. Then this bitch, this fucking bitch, vacuums his ass up. <laughs> like, <laughs> does, she does not, like, she took her Dyson VA animal and she said, we are going to the Maxville line. Yeah. We are going to get spick and motherfucking span after I've lit this motherfucker You know on the fire. carpet brushers are on too because she oh. wanted to beat that bitch dead. If anyone has a Dyson, <laughs> there is a mode that is like fucking turbo. And it's like, like you are getting into your carpet. Like you are cleaning. She was on. Like if you're trying to clean, it's turbo. Yeah. She, yeah. she said- we're going to turbo fucking this whole goddamn room. We're not going to half-ass anything. No. Meanwhile, Syrinx snuggled up on the couch. (laughs) Get it, mom. Do Um, it, mom. I did like uh, the scene where like after, so as he's, when Archangel is killed, basically it turns the world on its axis. It's like, boom. It's almost like a nuclear. slow motion. Yes. Time slows down. Everything slows down. And I picture like a movie scene. What's the, like big director that did like um? I, it remind me of the Kill Matrix. Bill, maybe. And yeah. It was like the slow motion, but like vivid. Like he could see like drops of the blood, like all this shit. That well, it reminded me of like in the Matrix when the mm. things are going, like the bullet is going back. And but the funny thing is, we get this from point uh, from Hunt's point of view, who is at the um he's at the the summit watching all of this happen so he's yeah. watching everyone's reactions in i love the commentary too as micah is de- is dead yeah sandriel's jaws on the floor uh rune is like fuck 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 oh my like, god they're gonna kill her like he doesn't even care he's like fuck he's like bryce is gonna get fucking murked yeah so then this happens we're like whoo end of the book right done wrong wrong Hey, ending part two. <laughs> ending part, that was the warm-up. Here we go. Um, then we learned that Micah did actually uh, open some, some gates with uh, the horn. Um, I love the heart gate and like the lee lines of the city. I thought that was really interesting. Um, basically, because they're all a conduit, all the gates opened and he actually opened a portal to hell and all these demons are now coming through and storming Crescent City. And it's every single level of hell. Like the seven, it reminded me of- Except for the last two, because those come out at night. Yeah. Oh, well, and thank God we didn't get fucking there. Like- Oh, we did. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Night did come. Never mind. Oh, because they were- That's when they fucking bombed that shit. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. But they're like all coming out and it it reminded me of like every- creature of your nightmare coming out 
and just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause even hot, like noticed, he's like, this wasn't like the demons, like Adis or these were like literally things of your nightmares. Well, he even said he was like most of the, de- some, some of his demons he had to kill and he Could struggled killing. Yeah. And he's like, so no one's going to survive. Yeah. So Bryce is like, fuck this. So she ends up going, I love how she takes drinks home. Yes, she leaves, does. Leaves the food open. Yes. Gets him cuddled up on the couch and is like, peace. I'll be back, baby. <laughs> so she decides she is going to go defend uh, the meadows, Asphodel meadows, because the humans are there and they can't defend themselves no and they don't have like what the when this is all happening the fae like go into lockdown and they like close off their bubble and have shields and some of the even the um the wolves like the wolves the wolves to like stay in guard moonbeam or whatever that yeah yeah so they like everyone has someone to guard except obviously the humans yeah and um yeah so she like runs to the meadows killing shooting demons using yeah she's danica got a handgun danica sword and she's ready to roll. and hunt's rifle she's ready to roll and she's like i'm gonna fuck shit up got this got <laughs> this bitch yeah got this bitch and again probably an hour has passed and we still don't have people there to help it's well like- and that's what i'm saying i'm like guys you could have do not don't play with me do not do not play with do, me. do not play with what could have happened um, then as everyone's watching, um, you kind of start seeing the like leaders and their corruption. Like Sabine, of course, is a piece of shit. She doesn't want to help. The Autumn King's a piece of shit. He doesn't want to help. Um, Sandriel, been a piece of shit. <laughs> been a piece of shit. Will always be a piece of shit. Ain't helping. <laughs> so eventually Sabine does start to get a little flustered and she's like there are no wolves left like all of them are being killed and I love this moment the old gnarly prime of wolves who's just like half asleep the whole time yeah he's like doesn't give up <laughs> wakes up and he's like oh but there is one wolf and he's talking about Bryce yeah and Sabine's like that's the sword you're she's you're not a wolf and he's like a true wolf because she's like saving others and like there to fight. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, a true wolf. And Sabine, you're a bitch ass. Your bitch ass is weak as fuck. <laughs> um, oh, Hunt calls in the Viper Queen for that favor. So she yeah, ends up sending some of her drugged out Faye, which that was interesting. She's got some Faye, but they're all that's high fine. on some shit. And they're soldiers. And that's fine. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Listen, we are not judging the help that came. We are accepting the help that is there. (laughs) At that point, any but anything else. Anything. (laughs) And then on top of that, Ethan, we know Ethan and Bryce's relationship is not good. It's not good. Um, And let's wait, just so you know, Ethan is Connor's brother who was part of the Pack of Devils. Again, the whole fucking end of this is Sabine is such a fucking cunt and since for the last two years since Danica's been dead everyone has this like narrative that like Bryce a bitch Bryce put them in the situation he's like a party girl drugs she was like cheating on Connor whenever he was getting slaughtered and like they released all these text messages of the night of what she was doing and 
So it was just, it was just a, when I tell you, because they do treat her like absolute shit, the Ethan part, I just had to touch on that because Ethan, when the, he finally does come to help her, your heart is just like, Oh God, thank yeah. God. Yeah. He cuts across and was like, I'm coming anyway. And Sabine's pissed. She's like, you're disobeying. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Bitch. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, you're disobeying Sabine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Sabine, what are you guys, <laughs> girl, what are you going to oh. come home to? <laughs> exactly. Like everybody's pissed. <laughs> Who cares if Ethan goes and risks his damn life? He's gonna die here. He's gonna die there. Which one do you want? I mean, who are you even gonna be an alpha over? (laughs) Yeah, it's also ironic because she was so hard on Danica for, like, in her mind, dying as a coward. And yet you're gonna tell your wolves not to be. Sabine's just sitting at the table next to gnarly old man with Emily, Amelie, fucking whatever her name is. All like, no one move. <laughs> I can, gosh, she's the definition. Bitch. I don't care. If, I don't care if no one likes this word. She is. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> yes, she is. Um, I did like this one line though, where Ethan, you for a split second get in Ethan's mind, and he's like running to uh, the meadows. Yes, and he talks about how. Um, when they're running in their wolf form, imagine this visual of a movie, okay? The jackals join them, the coyotes, the wild dogs and common dogs, the hyenas and dingoes, the foxes, because it was who they were. I just love dogs, so we love dogs, so I love this. And it was just had, all of them coming. Yeah, who they'd always been, defenders of those who could not protect themselves, defenders of the small, the young, shifter or true animal, that truth lay etched in the soul of every canine. <laughs> and, it, and you know what? It just reminded me that like, if that was Hendrix, Hendrix would be all, I'm coming. Yeah. And you'd be like, da-da-da. Yeah, da-da-da. You'd be like, hey, Clint. I'm on the way. <laughs> We'd be like, no, God, no, Hendrix. Mr. Dog, stay. stay. And then, Mr. Dog, no, Hendrix. <laughs> we, we do judge this help. <laughs> we do. It is like fucking sidekick, decrepit Polly. Do. I don't even talk about her. Decrepit Polly's all, eh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Polly's saying all money. She's like the prime sitting in the chair. I just need everyone to know that Polly was like 10 years old when I was in college. If that tells you she's still alive and we've been out of college for months. This dog is so fucking old. She is the <laughs> yeah. prime of Valbera. She's right behind me just going, so if you guys hear that, I'm really sorry. <laughs> so basically, Ethan gets there. They slaughter together. The friendship is back. And they're running. And they have bomb shelters that are closing. And they're, and running. they're running. It's all a movie scene in my head. It's just fucking. They're running together, basically, hand and in hand. Rex throws him in the bomb shelter. It she closes. Takes a, she like slows down, lets him get ahead. And then she just slams the door. And then she, my favorite part, I was like, come on, gal. She just boom, right into the door. I'm like, you do not need another injury. We she, do not. Uh, she's out there alone now. And <laughs> darkness is coming. And everyone at the summit is like, she's definitely going to die now, right? Like, it's already been, she's already had, she already died almost three times. She, this I mean, is I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what, Bryce? You've been a it's great time. main character. If I wouldn't have known that there was a Crescent City too, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> right. You're done. This is standalone. We out of here. You're done. <laughs> you fought well. Honey. I've seen what I've needed to see. <laughs> and you're done. So then Bryce is, Bryce is another seeker that we don't know. 
And she's like, I'm going to go to the heart gate because the heart gate is like a lee line power can run on it. The heart the of the gates. city. Yeah, all the other gates. And we're like, hmm, why is she running there? Oh, wait. Because <laughs> she's got starlight power. <laughs> she has a star inside of her. In her heart. <laughs> it literally was just like, and a star is born. <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> I'm a Yeah, you're not beating the ground, honey. You're going <laughs> yeah. under the ground. Under the surface. <laughs> Swear they can't touch us. <laughs> but before she does this, she makes a phone call. Enter me sobbing in my bathtub hysterically. Again. Um, she makes a phone call, Hunt answers, and she basically is like saying her goodbyes because she knows. Play Hunt. What I, a sad fucking phone call, dude. I'm not going to go through it because it literally wrenches my heart. <clears throat> yeah, no, we don't have to. We do not have to go through it. I already cried last time. Right, <laughs> right. Fun. We're not going to do that again. Um, she ends up going to the gate and she basically like takes this star out of her chest and it's like holding the it. bitches. Uh... that's how i imagined (laughs) and this she ends up saying like i am bryce quinlan heir to the starborn fae and this is a big moment it answers a lot of questions one it answers what happened with her dad and why she was like fuck this shit because she was trying to make sure that rune like never what what blinds the oracle what blinds the oracle she did and adis knew Um, Adis. Demon Kitty. Um, So I don't know if he's good or bad. I think he's good, but the epilogue makes me. Uh, I don't know. Well, okay. So we'll get to that. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Then we get a flashback of what actually happened with her and Danica in this like motorcycle crash that they were in. Which is like, Allie immediately thought like you and I, like you're fucking driving the motorcycle. I've got a, actually I'd be driving the motorcycle because I do not know how to shoot a gun very well. (laughs) You'd be all. Sure, I'd be the person. And I'm just, and I'm just. Yep, (laughs) yep, getting it. Yep, yep. Um, And it's basically something that she got from her dad because he's the fae here, her, her mom's human. And yep. it's something that her and her parents have kept hidden from her dad, the Asteri, from everyone. And only we Danica- We to say her did. stepdad and her mom have kept it from right. the Asteri and the Autumn King. Right. Yep. And- It's confusing. We can get confused. Yeah. It's basically a pure light of a star from another world. From long, long ago, the gift of the ancient fae, reborn again. But it's just light, nothing more than that, because she hasn't made the drop yet. And that's where I think it's like, I, we, you said sand, I said Azrael, like something. I think this is a connection to Akatar and just Polaris and like all that. And like Rune Sword is definitely going to be Azrael's like brother. Like it's, yeah. And his shadows. Yeah. Yeah. There's some stuff there. There's something. Um, There's something. Then (laughs) we have. The Autumn King, that's like, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, the Autumn King's like, when the fuck did this happen? Excuse he, like, the fuck he, out of me? He looks at Rune, too, like, did you know? 
Like, <laughs> yeah, Rune's like, I didn't fucking know. Yeah, Rune's over here like, I've been trying to harness my little kernel of fucking starlight. I don't have a star. <laughs> like, gives me a migraine every time I have to use it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I fucking pass out anytime I even think about it. So, no. <laughs> yeah. So, she ends up blasting these gates on these lee lines to close the gateways. And it works, but only for, like, one of them. She still has to go close six others. But after this... The bitch is done. Like, she's exhausted. Don't blame her. Like, she's not doing so hot now. No, we're not in a good spot. Um, And this is interesting because this goes back to the first wars whenever, like, these demons who were now coming in all were a part of the first wars whenever, like, the Prince of Starborn had the horn and had this light. And so they're all scared. They're all, like, running. I hope we get, like, a whole background to what actually happened during this. Yeah, I just want to know Bryce. I really, really hope we get to know Bryce's like full on Autumn King, just their dynasty of things. Like, and I hope that it's in the Parthos library. Yeah. That's the yeah. connection I make. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, so then um, <laughs> the Autumn King calls his baby mama, Ember. <laughs> best line of the fucking book and it's like you lied to me she was starborn they blah 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 and she's like yeah bitch i've been waiting on this call for 20 years like hell yeah she is yeah and i she goes i hope she finally returns the favor you fucking asshole and then hangs up and this is again important for the autumn king because the autumn king doesn't have starlight has doesn't have starborn light no and in the phase world, if you have this, you immediately succeed like everything. Like you were top right. of the top. You were like from the gods themselves. And Rune has such a small part of it, but he still had it. And he was gifted this like sword that only went to the starborn. So his dad had him to succeed him. So he was like, okay with Rune a little bit. But Bryce had mentioned some, like, earlier in the book, like, there was another one that all of a sudden, like, went missing or went dead. And she was like, who do you think did that? Like, the Autumn King is known for maybe uh, killing some people that were a threat to his throne. Something. And so now that Bryce has this, and not even this, but the amount of it, it's so much more than Rune. Um, now I'm interested to see what the Autumn King does moving forward with this. Right. Well, and it's like, we, we don't get that. We don't really get what's next. Like, right. you know, like you, I think it really is. And it's like, is he going to try to bring her into the core? Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that could happen. Yeah. Makings for a great book. Yeah. Yeah. Then it keeps going. I do think it's interesting that Adis like knew this when she went to the Oracle um, and had basically Adis has been watching her growing up and he's just been like waiting for this to happen. Um, you get a flashback earlier in the, not, not flashback, you get a moment where Bryce is dr- not dreaming, but like kind of awake where Adis comes to see her again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, what blinds an oracle? And she's like, you know, and he was like, whenever, you know, he'll kill, the Autumn King will kill me. And he says, so make the drop. And she was like, then what? And he says, then come find me so we can like finish the work or something. So we can talk about whatever the hell, you know what I mean? And it's like, so I'm running, I want to know what the, that plays in the epilogue too, which again, we'll get to. Right. So Adis has got his own little thing going on. And Bryce is a key to that. Big key to that. Huge key because you're like, I just, ugh, I just want to know more. Yeah. This happens. 
Then Sandrio, being the kind that she is, calls the Asteri what it, and tells them this. Because this is, again, like, big to the Asteri. It's a threat to them. So the Asteri send in the Asterian Guard to Crescent City. Um, and they're basically going to bomb the shit out of it. <laughs> to kill Bryce. They eventually say that that's what they were doing. But that's what they were doing. And then, um, but we wa- we're watching this happen. But also Fury and the gang. <laughs> Or in Fury's helicopter. Well, Hypaxia, while he's having this conversation with Rune to distract her, Hypaxia is taking off his tattoos, his slave yes. tattoos. And the slave tattoos reduce his power down to like 10% of what they actually are. And Hunt is a big key player here because no other archangel has this power of lightning. It's something that's so unheard of and it's so powerful. Um, it's why he was kept alive whenever he fell was because they knew they could use him. Um, so Hypaxia ends up the witches are the one that did these tattoos she's a witch so she ends up removing these tattoos he has full range of his powers now he fucking fries this bitch like fucking fries just like gives no fucks yeah so now we have the two biggest governors in midgard are now dead 100 percent gone so there are gonna be some things that happen here who's the next Um, archangel to take over is also a big fucking question right because it's apparently Isaiah at the end, but Isaiah's not an archangel. I think yeah. it's going to end up being Hunt. I think it's going to be like low key, like not officially, but like maybe but like, that'll be his way to get. He's going to be, the, yeah, yeah. He's going to be. He'll you be even one. see when he goes, he's like looks at Fury and he's like, "We're flying out. Get your fucking chopper, bitch." Fury's like, yeah. "I'm on it. It's on the roof. Get the copter, <laughs> like <Get> the copter." <laughs> and you see this when Sandriel's dead. All of the angels that are there immediately look to him and like listen to him. And are like, oh, fuck, okay. So they're going to fly out. They're going to go to Crescent City on the way. We see the Assyrian Guard coming with these bombs. Um, They end up bombing it. Brimstone bombs. Brimstone bombs. Which decimate everything. Like, they are being that. They're a nuclear bomb. Nuclear warfare has erupted on Bryce, basically. About to erupt. Yeah, one goes off. She ends up living through it. They're getting ready to do another one. Hunt's there. He ends up jumping out of the helicopter, gets to her, basically sacrifices himself um, and protects her from the second bombing. When she comes to, he's basically in pieces. Um, like limbs shred- are missing. Shredded. Shredded. Uh, his wings are bleeding shredded. out. There's a hole in his chest. Like he's pretty much dead. So then this leads to. Bryce realizing if she can make the drop, I'm not going to talk about the drop very much, but basically when you make the drop, you emit this like pure light that can heal things. It can repair everything. She's like, I'll make the drop and the light I emit will heal Hunt. Here's the thing about the drop. You have to have an anchor, someone who's alive. <laughs> no well, one's ever made, yeah. No one's ever made the drop without <laughs> an anchor successfully. The pickings are slim. Currently, <laughs> we're a little, we're a little low. <laughs> so she ends up going to the gate, which is also like their like old school telephone system here. And she ends up like talking down the line of like, is anyone out there? Is anyone there? Like, I love her whole speech here. I won't get into it, but it was a beautiful. Speech are you, are you going to talk about the plate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Um. So she ends up finally hearing someone call back. And it's <laughs> fucking Danica Fender. Danica Fender. 
And everyone at the summit is like, that's impossible. And Sabine ends up saying like, oh, well, like the underking said there was one small like piece of her that was left over that like didn't cross over. And we now know that like, however she did it, this one piece was meant for Bryce and it was meant to make this drop with her. And even Jessica though, who is the under King's like vice president basically is like, yeah, mm. but still, she's not alive. It's not gonna, you can't do that. Yeah, everyone's like, mm, things are not. But she doesn't <laughs> give a fuck. She's like, let's light it up. We're doing yeah. the damn thing. Let's fucking go. <laughs> so she does. She goes to make the drop. And while she's in the drop, you basically, I picture like the Harry Potter when he like meets Dumbledore when he yes, dies. You know? Yes. Um, and it's like this runway you have to run down to like blast up and you get your power on the way up when you make the as- ascension. I won't get into the big, there's a lot of details. I won't get into it. But basically while she's, uh, she's basically dead. You're dead for six minutes. While she's dead, she's with Danica. And she gets to have this closure with Danica. Um, and like ask her all these questions of like, why did you do this? Why didn't you tell me? But then Danica's also like, you need to get your shit together and get back up there. Right. So let's fucking go. So she helps her. And yes, without Danica, she might not. I mean, she with Danica, she probably would have made it. But Hunt Daddy is healed. And guess what Hunt's doing? Hunt's on the other end, pumping her chest. He's all, come on, baby. We resuscitate you. I heard what you said. Come say it to my face, you coward. I screamed. Yeah, because he know he knows that's her, like, like taunting her is what makes her. It's like, how dare you say I love you and then die? Like, you yeah. can't do that. You can't fucking do that to me. So between those two, she finally does make it. And she, in the middle of this, they can watch the levels of power that she reaches. And they're like, how is this possible? She ends up becoming more powerful than the Autumn King. And they're like, how is this possible? Whatever. And Hypaxia ends up reading this plate that's on the gate. That's like, if you give, you know, to the city, the city will give the power back to you. So she's basically had over X amount of years, all these people that come in, like offer a drop of their power to the gate. She now has all of that, a whole mixture of powers. She's got like, they can't even calculate how much power it is that she has. Well, and like of what type? Like I that's think it's going to be like a Farrah type thing a little bit. Like maybe yeah. she has like all kinds of different ones. Yeah. But they Probably. talk about how like she has to learn how to control it. So I think that's going to be in the next book is seeing her and what that means and I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, then we like get the phone call from the Assyria. The Assyria basically like, we're going to set Hunt free and mm, don't flex your power and keep your mouth shut or I'm going to kill your family is basically the way the conversation goes. Thanks to Siri. <laughs> yeah. I just, I thought my favorite part, I even told Hallie, I was like, this bitch just so- saved this whole damn city and they're going to call her and threaten her. I'd be like, what do you need? from Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. to not air out all the dirty laundry right but whatever so then we get this epilogue it's like three paragraphs but there is some shit in this epilogue it's good it's adis and jessica are meeting at the oracle's park and adis is the prince of the chasm which is like the sixth i think the sixth level of hell i think you're right yeah um and she's like why didn't you they clearly are in cahoots together and they know each other very well and she says, why didn't you tell me about Bryce? And he said, I didn't trust you. Uh, I didn't trust anyone. And then they talk about, I'm going to say Thea. They talk about Thea's light. And we don't know who Thea is. I'm assuming it's a god or like 
goddess part, part situ- of the yeah. first wars i don't know I, we don't know um we thought Thea's light was forever extinguished and he goes so did i i thought they made sure she and her power died on that last battlefield under prince polias which is the starburn prince blade but bryce quinlan bears her light which means Bryce doesn't have Starborn Light, what they think. It's different than Rune's. Rune has Starborn Light, but Bryce has Thea's Light. We don't know what that means, but it's different. Yeah. Um, and the demons are the ones that don't like the light. So like Adis isn't for it. So that's why I'm like, are you going to be good or bad? I'm really confused. Right. Are you going to hurt her? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then Jessica asked him about Hunt Athelar. And he says, I think his father would have been proud and Jessica goes, well, that's sentimental of you. And he goes, feel free to disagree. You knew the male best. Mm. I don't even know what to think with that. I definitely don't think it's Micah though. Cause Micah wouldn't have been proud of that. No, it's not Micah. It's definitely, we haven't met them yet. And Jessica knew him best. What if it's the underking? Well, probably that's probably what I'm saying, sense. but that would make, I mean, that but, I'm like, who, who does Jessica know now? I'm, yeah. Well, I'm just like, well, who the fuck is Jessica? Like, that's another question. Like, who are you? She's like, and then he asked about the library and she says it's been moved. And he says, good. And again, the library like helps the humans. So I'm just like, really Everyone, confused of what we're everyone's, everyone's roles and things are confusing. They're all fluid. And Jessica ends up saying, don't fuck us over this time, Adis. Don't fuck us. I think the Underking's going to, like, play something big here. Yep. Um, fuck us over this time, which means he's done it before. When? I want to know. I want to yeah. know his whole history. And then he says, I don't plan to. Not when things are about to get so interesting. And then The end. It done the end now when things are about to get interesting and i love Crazy. that i love that demon like <laughs> not no why would i, I think do i'm that? gonna like him things are gonna, gonna get i think i'm gonna like him yeah he's gonna end up being good because i think he has a relationship with bryce he showed up at a time when bryce was in need blah blah, blah. like go from it you know um also my last thing last few things of what i think is unresolved here that we will see hopefully in the next books is uh one who is hunt's father the River Queen. What does she even exist at this point? Because she don't. Well, yeah, because her daughter. Thing. Yeah, her daughter. Like, who's she? Uh, Rune's prophecy is be- going to be a big thing. Yeah. Um. I also think the Autumn King's like experiments. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but the Autumn King's doing some shit. The Autumn King does have some things going on. I'm so I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? Um. Yeah, I think the rune and like Azriel or Resan Link, I think is going to be there. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get though, like as much as we want from that. I think it's going to end on it. It's going to be like, here it is. Bye. Like this one. Yeah. In the, in the epilogue. <laughs> uh, what else is on Danica's flash drive? I'm curious to know. Uh, I think we're going to finally meet the hind. The hind is part of Sandriel's. Um, Triari and she is basically like a spy catcher like she finds out who's being a spy and she murders them brutally 
Um, I think she's only mentioned like twice and I think she's going to come into play here. Um, yeah, those are like my big ones that I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm like, I, I want to know like all of those things, obviously to keep the story going, but I am excited to see how Bryce develops and I want to know their relationship. I want Therian. I want, I want more Therian. Yeah. Therian too. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's so, yeah, good. I think we did get on Threaten City. Um, we really had to restrain ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We could have done a lot more. Um, we did a great job. Um, I'm excited for what we have coming up though. Yeah. What's coming up next uh, this weekend, Friday, we record with our lovely ladies at slide between the pages podcast. Um, they also just dropped a bomb and started a romance cartel, which is their own like bookish box. They're teaming up with all these authors, which is insane. Insane. Fucking. I'm not even surprised though. There's some boss ass bitches. It, their pre-order just dropped today. So please go check it out. Uh, Sunday, we are interviewing Sav R. Miller. Um, we're going to be talking about her new release, Oaths and Omissions, which released today, the 15th. Um, so if you haven't read it, you need to go read it. Um, all of her books in the series are standalone, so you don't have to read the other two to read this one. It, but, like, do it. It's so good. Um, so we'll be talking to her. And then next week, we also drop, uh, next Friday, we drop, uh, I think, we'll a lot of people have been waiting on and that is devil's night series we are doing corrupt by penelope douglas we will be doing the whole series back to back um start to finish before we go on break our first fucking series first series and it's my personal favorite favorite ever um taylor is like the first two i think so Uh, i get to experience the last two with her and i'm really excited i'm excited for those and it's a good series. I'm glad it's like, I think it's going to be great for our first series. Um, they're exciting. I mean, we're even back books- to smut with that series. Yes. We're back. We're back to our fucking roots. All right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> back to our roots. And then after that, you know, we don't have anything planned. I mean, we have some couple things we're like milling over. Um, but yeah, friends send us stuff. You see anything new on book talk you want us to look at, talk about, send it our way. You know how we are. Um, so, yeah, Follow and us. that was my husband Stephen who just needs bless you, bless you, Steve. God bless you. <laughs> um, other than that, you know the drill, guys. Um, follow us on all platforms. DM us, please. Slide into the DM, but please and- do not ruin any more Crescent City shit. I've already. Oh my been god, we're gonna. I do will it. tell you when I read book two. We're gonna get there, okay? And um, we are also gonna tell you that you need to hi bill oh my god <laughs> he's steven just brought her up to me okay guys Steven kitty is that you that's steven kitty steven is. is starting a new job and he is off for three days and he thinks because how this started for hallie and i was we would um you know in covid he pops a beer gives no shits that i'm on a podcast um when we were in covid he used to make fun of hallie and i and be like oh you guys were in covid and i'm an essential worker steven worked all through covid and then we decided we were going to do a podcast or read all the time so now steven thinks that his three days at home are his covid time he stayed up he's living his life so cracking beers cracking beers bringing the cat up to the mic really ruining my time but it is what it is the final thing i'm gonna say is guys 
please, please rate and review us. Keep your one stars to yourself. Come in our DMs and yell at us. Do not one stars, please, God. But that is don't how- Don't be other- rude. Yeah, please don't. Like, if you don't like us, just like, don't like us. Like, that's fine. Just lie to me to my face, like yeah. a normal person. And that's how other people find us. So, you know- yeah, we find it boosts us-, us. It boosts on Spotify and yeah. Apple and- and you we're just out more here of a- trying to get, get some more people like us, you know, people who are interested in this kind of nerdy ass shit that we do. Yeah, guys, we're just trying to make our circle bigger, right? We're here. We're not the no new friends gang. We're here for the news. More nudes. about the love. All about it. All about All the about love. love. So yes, you know the deal. Follow us at Let's Talk About Smut Podcast on Instagram. And if and you're TikTok. feeling... And TikTok. TikTok for Hallie because Hallie is the creator of our TikTok. I am technologically not able to currently. Our TikTok game's been slacking though. I need to crank something out. You do. You need to do a couple more. We need to get up on our, we got to post some shit too. Yeah. So guys, just come and talk to us. Bring us some new books. Bring us some new flavor. Um, Bring us some fresh new takes for season three because we're going on break in May after Devil's Night, but we want to come out with season three with a freaking bang. Yeah. Give us some of like good things you want to hear us talk about. Yeah. Give us some good books. You guys are, you know, Hallie and I as beautiful, wonderful, and magical as we are. We also need you guys to come and, you know, fill our DMs with some new books you want to hear about. So with that being said, we love you. We enjoyed Crescent City and we'll catch you on the flip. Bye. Catch you on the flip side, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, <bye. laughs> okay. Lucky like a forgotten. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>